0: And do you know how many people would probably, like, run away at the sight of dismembered legs? Yeah. Dude, there's a
1: four-foot bong in a bag of wheat by your bed.
0: Jelly <laughs> Wings, the parlor game for nerds, is nearing extinction. It's in my
1: pod! It's in my pod!
0: <laughs> I will find proof.
1: <laughs> I'm very easily startled, Mr. Fingers. <laughs> I don't know which regulation body would regulate the uh, penis ring that you were talking about earlier.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to remain conscious as we record this
1: show. Hey, welcome back, Medical Stuff. My name is Mark. Shouldn't this be stiffer than that, Frank? And this is Chris. Just because I petted your Willie doesn't mean I'm actually going to pet your Willie Finkston. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. So, um... I can't complain about my nickname this
0: week because it's true. Uh, <laughs> Willie, Willie is Mark's dog, for those listeners that don't know. Right. Uh, and Mark gets kicked out of saying that I have pet his Willie because I have. In, my,
1: in the backseat of my car. Mm-hmm. In the backseat of his car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and so what Mark said is absolutely true. Just because I pet his Willie does not mean I will pet his Willie.
1: Right. I yeah. will pet
0: your Willie. I will pet your <laughs> Willie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's funny because we've had him four years now since we adopted him, and the joke just doesn't get old. Yeah. yeah.
0: Adopted the dog, by the way. Mark has not adopted me. No. I mean, no, no, he, no. he's old enough to be my dad, but he, he
1: didn't adopt me. <laughs> I hate you. I love my job. Uh, so anyway, this week, uh, the reason we're talking about willies is because this week we're going to be talking about willies. Yeah, or rather, well, no, willies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will be talking about sexual dysfunction this week, Chris. Conjunction, so,
0: junction, what's your dysfunction? Have you ever been able to not
1: get it up? Oh, that seems like a personal question, Mark.
0: But uh, I will <laughs> tell you, you know, I will say absolutely, of course. Uh, I, am, and I am not the only person that uh, Jameson did not help. Jameson being a brand of whiskey, by the way. <laughs>
1: you ever listen to uh, Dead Kennedys? Uh, No. They actually have a song titled Too Drunk to Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And, and that's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real thing. Yeah. So yes, this week we're going to be talking about, uh, well, over the next two weeks we're going to be talking about sexual dysfunction. We're going to talk about males. We're going to talk about some cohabitive kind of problems for both males and females. And then we're going to bring it on home with some female dysfunction, sexual Ooh, dysfunction. Cohabitive. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. I'm not, not 100% sure I'm using it right, but you know, I've lost all credibility after OB-GYN, so I've got kind of got free reign on to do whatever the hell I want now. Don't worry, everyone. I am here. I will carry this. <laughs> and strangely enough, I don't know that you could carry this, uh, carry the show this week. Yeah, probably not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, for for everyone, I, I have a back injury. I'm actually off work right now. Uh, so yeah, I can't literally carry the show. I had to put my kid, he fell asleep on me, and I had to get him into
1: bed. And I'm like, well... <laughs> oh, guess he was sleeping here tonight. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's sleeping in my bed, because I'm not taking him anywhere. So erectile dysfunction, or otherwise known as impotence, mm-hmm. is the inability to get and keep an erection firm enough for sex. Yeah. Uh, having erection pr- trouble from time to time isn't necessarily a concern. If erectile dysfunction is an ongoing issue, however, it can cause stress, affect your self-confidence, and contribute to relationship problems. Uh, so many men in the world, really, their whole persona is, you know, centered around how hard they can get their dick. Right. For or at least being able can. to have
0: sex. Well, no, there's also yeah. another thing, too, is there's a... I think there are partners out there that will take it personally. Like, oh, you can't get erect because you're not attracted to me and those kind of things.
1: No, no, because I've been drinking Jameson.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Which, by the way, this is not a knock on Jameson, by
0: the way. No, not at
1: all. Any whiskey will do the trick. I found a number of years ago at a uh, convention that I like uh, Jameson and Dr. Pepper.
0: There, yes there you go it's a classic yeah. um
1: and that's why i couldn't get it up <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> i feel like Seagram's seven is probably more responsible for more erectile dysfunction than anything else only because mm. it's a lot cheaper to get there um, you go and I'll, i got a quick story about seagrams uh <laughs> so i went to a burger king and you know they now have those touch screen uh fountain drink machines mm-hmm. and on it yeah, Seagram's is apparently making ginger ale, but if you don't oh, know yeah, that, yeah. if you don't know that, and you walk in front of these machines and Seagram's You're nice is, looking up, yeah, and Seagram's <laughs> is an option at Burger King, I'm like, oh yeah, I mean they've already got the Coke. This is a, gonna make a whiskey Coke right here to be for like. What
1: the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> no, exactly. I'm like,
1: what the hell? I'm like, oh, ginger ale, ginger ale. Okay, mm, makes sense. Yeah, alrighty. <laughs> So problems are getting uh, problems getting or keeping an erection can also be a sign of an underlying health condition that uh, needs treatment. Yeah, and a risk factor for heart disease. Ooh. Yeah. So some causes. Male sexual arousal is a complex process. Unless you're 13 or 14, then it's just a stiff breeze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that the brain. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, or just any time that would be really convenient to have one. Or, you, yeah, which is never when you're called up to do a, work on a problem in the front of the class. Right, exactly. Or get off the yeah. bus. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> no personal trauma in that uh, little section there whatsoever. No. Uh, yeah, I had a teacher in high school that was very, very cute. And uh, she was like, hey, Mark, you come up and uh, do this? I'm like, mm, probably not. No, man. <laughs> she kind of looked at me. I'm like. Probably not. She's like, uh, okay. And then she called me. She kept me after class to ask me why I refused to come up to the board. And I just looked at her straight in the eye. And I literally on the inside, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Uh, you know, having almost like a uh, Terminator-esque list of reasons coming up in my, you know. And I was like. <laughs> in your periphery. I, I looked at her and said, can I be honest with you? She goes, yes. I go, I find you very attractive. And that was an inopportune moment. She went. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Well, sorry about that. I'm like, nothing to apologize for, and I went to my next class. So yeah. Uh, so male sexual arousal is a complex process that involves brain, hormones, emotions, nerves, muscles, and blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Now we uh, talked about the anatomy of the penis. Uh, I believe in one of our previous episodes. I believe we were. I believe we did an entire episode dedicated to just erectile dysfunction. See, I looked through it and I didn't see one. I was positive we did. Hmm. Well, we're going to, I think we touched on it in another episode. Hmm. I don't know if we did a whole episode. huh? If not, we can skip a whole bunch of information right now. <laughs> and toast. <laughs> so, erectile dysfunction can result from a problem with any of these. Likewise, stress and mental health concerns can cause or worsen erectile dysfunction. Uh, sometimes a combination of physical and psychological issues can cause erectile dysfunction. For instance, a minor physical condition that slows your sexual response might cause anxiety about your maintaining response an erection. The resulting anxiety can lead to a worsen to lead to or worsen erectile dysfunction. So, yep, erectile uh, dysfunction. We did an episode on it back in
0: September of 2018. Really? Yep. I looked through all the. Is it called that? What's it called? It's called erectile dysfunction.
1: Really? Yep. But
0: we're going to be going over. This is, I mean, that's fine because we're going over sexual dysfunctions this time around. So right. we're going to include them. And it's good to recap every now and again. Yeah. So,
1: uh
0: Go ahead. All right. So did we already do causes? No, we're at, in many cases, erectile dysfunction is caused by something physical. Okay. Common causes are going to include heart disease, a clogged blood vessel, because blood has to be supplied to create. Interaction. Uh, it's also known as atherosclerosis, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, metabolic syndrome. That's a condition involving increased blood pressure, high insulin levels, and body fat around the waist and high cholesterol. Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, uh, certain prescription medications, tobacco use, um, Peron's disease, development of scar tissue inside the penis. Oof. Uh, alcoholism and other forms of substance abuse, sleep disorders, treatments for prostate cancer or enlarged prostate, uh, surgeries or injuries that affect the pelvic area or spinal cord. So the symptoms of erectile dysfunction uh, might include persistent trouble in getting an erection, trouble keeping an erection, uh, also could be reduced sexual desire. So when do you see a doctor? So, yeah, a family doctor is a good place to start when you have erectile problems, and we're not talking about, like, a doctor in the family like your uncle. We're talking about, like, the family doctor. Uh, So, see your doctor if you have concerns about your erections or you're experiencing other sexual problems like premature delayed ejaculation. Um, Some women might argue that delayed ejaculation is not a problem. (laughs) I was just going to say, that's, that's debatable. That goes into a problem category. Hard to, hard to see the downside on this. Right. Uh, if you have diabetes, heart disease, or another known health condition that might be linked to your erectile dysfunction, uh, and if you have other symptoms along with the erectile dysfunctio. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mark had a... Uh, <laughs>
1: Typo in there but the N is not a dysfunction. <laughs> and uh, I got to capitalize on that. Did you see that picture I put on there? It said there are two types of people. This guy's wearing a shirt. says there's two types of people in this world. Those who can extrapolate information from incomplete data. And those who can extrapolate information from incomplete data. Yeah, I, I, I love that shirt. <laughs> uh,
0: so psychological causes of erectile dysfunction. Thinking about Mark. Um, the brain brain, sorry man that was a low blow Uh, the brain does play a key role in triggering uh, the series of physical events that cause an erection starting with feelings of sexual excitement a number of things can interfere with sexual feelings and cause or worsen erectile dysfunction and those things include Depression and anxiety or other mental health conditions, stress, relationship problems due to stress, poor communication, and then other
1: concerns as well. So do you remember the landmines I tried to plant on you to kill your libido when we worked together? Yes. Did the same thing, similar things to another employee also. Nice. Where he was he was on vacation and uh, I'd send him text messages like uh, when you're thinking when you're touching her, you're thinking of me (laughs) just hoping that one time as they were starting to get funky that text message would pop into his mind. Then my my face would pop into his mind and just kill his rhythm or kill the mood or something like that. So, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> weird. <sighs> Single with not many friends. Huh. It's weird, Mark. Uh, I don't know. That's bizarre. <laughs>
0: hey, but the friends you have are
1: the ones that count. Um, exactly. <laughs> so risk factors. You wanna Sure. As you yeah. get older, erections may take longer to develop, like a fine wine. Uh, may not be as firm like your ideological beliefs. Uh, you may not be more, <laughs> you might need to be more, need more direct touch to your penis to keep and get an erection. Various fa- risk factors and con- that can contribute to erectile dysfunction include medical conditions, as we believe we just touched base on. You know, diabetes, heart conditions, tobacco use. Again and again and again, this comes up. Just stop, stop using tobacco. Stop fucking smoking and using or tobacco Or chewing or whatever. Snuffing or. Uh, right. Yeah, we covered snuff last time, didn't we? Uh, which restricts blood flow to the veins and arteries and can, over time, cause chronic health decisions or conditions. <laughs> chronic correct. health
0: decisions. Yeah, very well. I, I keep yeah. making good decision after good decision,
1: doctor. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that can lead to ED. Uh, being overweight, you just covered that. Uh, prostate surgery or radiation treatment. And then injuries. So, when I got to injuries, I thought, hmm, something I heard a long time ago. Riding a bicycle causing uh, increased erectile dysfunction. Oh, really? Yes. Read that a long time ago. I was like, meh. It's really weird that the uh, bicycling forums say it doesn't happen. Uh <laughs> but I mean, there's all the science weird people that say it does. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> well, because I remember what, what brought it to mind was I it was, uh, triggered me to think about Lance Armstrong and he got testicular cancer and... I didn't go really into that side of it because that seems like a different episode or the same episode rehashed, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we've uh, probably done it. You might want to watch out for that. <laughs> exactly. And the thing was, I even tried to do my due diligence. I went through the old props. I went through the old... Oh, I'm an idiot. <clears throat> anyway, a 2014 observational study of men's health found that cycling did not pose a serious threat of ED or infertility.
0: What is an uh, observational
1: researcher... study? <laughs> Look at their schlong. Um, We'll get into that here in just a second. <laughs> I feel like observation is a key part of any study, and probably shouldn't be. Well, be as mentioned. opposed to like a direct. In, I mean, I think they. Anyway, researchers had about fifty-three hundred male cyclists complete questionnaires that are asked how many hours per week they rode and whether, within the past five years, they had experienced problems or symptoms of ED or been diagnosed with infertility. The results found no clear context, connection between high amounts of cycling or uh, and ED or infertility. Hmm. However, if you're you're concerned about the risks of cycling and ED, research suggests focusing on three areas, saddle shape, handlebar height, and type of bike. So saddle shape, and this is where the observational comes (laughs) into me. One study in European urology found that narrow seats and narrow seats with a V shape in the middle nose decreased oxygen to the penis by 82.4% and 72.4%. Did they think they had to, like, design a new pulse oximeter to be right. able to, Hey, sir, you, yeah, I gotta put that where? <laughs> uh, don't worry, this is not sexual, it's purely observational. Drop your pants. Why are you touching yourself, doctor? <laughs> well, I'm observing something, obviously. <laughs> uh, get a wide and well-padded seat to absorb the impact of the ride. A gel f- gel-filled seat is a good choice. I'll impact your ride. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. now you won't. Uh, also, choose a seat with a nose length, which is a funny way of putting that. Right, is uh, it? <laughs> no longer than six centimeters. So you want a stubby. And uh, suggest a study in 2014 in applied ergonomics. Which, by the way, if there's anybody that thought we were going to get out of this episode without copious amounts of dick jokes, you right. don't know what show you're listening yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah. So moving on back to the... Uh, Back to the risk factors. Uh, Medications including antidepressants, antihistamines, and medication to treat high blood pressure, pain, or prostate conditions. I'll risk your factor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Psychological conditions such as stress, anxiety, or depression can cause erectile dysfunction. And then back to good old Captain Jameson, or Captain Morgan, sorry. Captain uh, James. He might have been a captain. You never know. You never know. Yeah, captain of industry. Huh? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh? There you go. Boom. Hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not watch the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, sure. The San Francisco 49ers did not win. Oh. Yeah. So be sure to say hi, hi to Joe next time you see, you see him. Oh, yeah. he's gonna be, We have a dispatcher who may or may not be a 49ers fan. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we have another dispatcher who's a Cowboys fan, and he never has to worry about these stresses. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, Joe, Uh, if you're out there, we love you. Yeah. Bob, too, for that matter. Yeah. In fact, uh, I'm going over Tuesday to Bob so he can record his first episode, which is going to be coming out soon on Mark My Words Media. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's right. We're branching out, people. We are. Yes. We're going to be having some advertisements here in the next few weeks about a new podcast called Positive Light. Ooh. So it is a much cleaner podcast than this one. Yeah, um, Bob's a good person; he really is. <laughs> uh, so, drug and alcohol use, especially if you're a longtime drug user or a heavy drinker, those yeah. are all risk factors. So, complications from ED can include. We'll go for the we'll go for the big one first, an unsatisfactory life, li- uh, sex life. Which I don't even I wouldn't call that a complication. I'd call that the. The thing.
0: <laughs> it's
1: not, like to me, a complication is like not the thing, but something else that can happen too. That's, well, like the next one, stress or anxiety would be a complication. That's true. Causing the unsatisfactory sex life. Of course, you know, that, you know there, there's a lot of
0: things you can do without a penis. Yeah.
1: So. Right. You know. Okay. Um, <laughs> so stress or anxiety, embarrassment or low self-esteem. Again, we talked earlier about, you know, too many guys ride their personality on what they're doing with their wanger. Mm. And so, in fact, to keep this less uh, gender-based, I was going to suggest earlier in the show, and I forgot that we uh, use alternate terms like internal and external plumbers or the sharks and jets (laughs) instead of male or female.
0: I just want to snap while walking down Broadway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the problem I had with sharks and jets after I thought about it uh, unfortunately a lot of male attitude makes him seem like a shark in this, uh, in this arena, hmm. but then, uh, you have the distinct darkness of uh, a jet, you know, so I really don't know which way I'd go on that. I think
0: I'm a little lost cause I've, I've never, this is all West side story, right? Yeah. Sharks and jets are from West side story. Yeah. Sorry, man. I just, I've actually, I mean, I,
1: I it's like a classic Romeo and Juliet, right? I mean, kind of, yes. Take on that. Okay. Where the big fight scene is them dancing it out. That, that, that's, that's how my high school was. I don't know that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, prevention for ED. Uh, the best way you can prevent erectile dysfunction is to make healthy lifestyle choices and manage existing health conditions. For example, work with your doctor to manage diabetes,
0: Down's heart lung. disease,
1: yeah, other chronic, uh, well, that's coming up, uh, or other chronic health conditions. Uh, go to your doctor for regular checkups and medical screenings. Stop smoking.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> stop
1: dipping. Stop chewing. Stop snuffing. Uh, limit or avoid alcohol and don't use illegal drugs. Exercise regularly. Take steps to reduce stress. Get help for anxiety, depression, and other mental conditions.
0: Yeah. I think so, Chris, was- if
1: you were to diagnose go ahead. As you say, I think Mark and I have mentioned this uh, a lot is mental
0: health is just health. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. in some special category. It doesn't say anything bad about you if you uh, have, you know, if you are, if you seek uh, help for mental health problems. Uh, And yeah, we just have kind of a stigma around mental health in this nation for whatever reason. Well,
1: well, because for some stupid reason, and again, I'll put this back on uh, toxic masculinity, talking about your feelings and what's going on. Is seen as a a sign of weakness.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is not.
1: It is, but I'm joking. It's not. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'll, I'll edit uh, that out. No, <laughs> it's absolutely not. And getting in to talk to somebody, we <clears throat> we all have demons running around in our heads. So mm-hmm. it's best to get those worked out if you want to live a healthier, happier life. Yeah, and so. Diagnosticating Bob. There, uh, Chris <laughs> Diagnostication
0: uh, Alright mm-hmm. For many men A physical exam And answering questions Medical history uh, Is all it's going to be needed For a doctor to diagnose erectile dysfunction And recommend a treatment If you have Chronic health conditions Or your doctor suspects That an underlying condition Might be involved You might need further tests Or a consultation With a specialist Tests for underlying conditions May include A physical exam uh, the <laughs> I just have yes. this <laughs> Physical exam to test if I can get hard What are you physically doing to me <laughs> <laughs> What kind of exam is this This has got to be for the intern That just isn't making any I guess what you're doing today right. bud Full yeah. catheters no much worse yes. <laughs> Who'd you piss off to get this job Anyway uh, yeah, This might include careful examination of your penis and testicles
1: By checking uh, your nerves for sensation <laughs> Okay uh, just a second Careful examination. <laughs> I imagine the doctor with like one of those old light concentrators turned yeah. down so they can really get in there. And then checking for nerve sensation. I just like flicking you in the balls and see if you feel it. Feel that? How about, how about that? That should hurt. That That's,
0: should really hurt. Yeah. We're going to put a pencil in the end here. All right. Blood test. A sample of your blood might be sent to a lab to check for signs of heart disease, diabetes, low testosterone levels, and other health conditions. Urinalysis. Like blood tests, urine tests are used to look for signs of diabetes and other underlying health conditions. Ultrasound. This test is usually performed by a specialist in an office. It involves using a wand-like device, known as a transducer, uh, held over the blood vessels that supply the penis. It creates a video image to let your doctor see if you have blood flow problems. This test is sometimes done in combination with an injection of medications <laughs> into the penis to stimulate
1: blood flow and produce an erection. So It's also sometimes done in low lighting with a uh, violin playing in the background. And... Ooh. Mm-hmm. They actually <laughs> just take the goo out of a glow
0: stick and they inject that with you and see where it goes. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's not true. Uh, anyway, and then, of course, psychological exams. So your doctor might ask questions to screen for depression or other possible psychological causes of erectile dysfunction so treatment all right so the first thing your doctor uh, will do is you're going to make sure you're getting the right treatment for any health conditions that could be causing or worsening your erectile dysfunction because we already mentioned how things like high blood pressure high cholesterol diabetes can cause this so Treating those issues is more important than your ability to get a boner because the idea is that you treat those issues and your erectile dysfunction will resolve along with it. So, depending on the cause and severity of your erectile dysfunction and any underlying health conditions, you might have various treatment options. Your doctor can explain the risk and benefits of each of the treatments and will consider your preferences. Your partner's preferences also might play a role in your treatment choices. So, oral medications. Uh, oral medications are uh, oral medications are a successful erectile dysfunction treatment for many men. They include Viagra, which I always thought the uh, generic name for Viagra, for Viagra was Staphyloxoflavin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was actually gonna be um, my original idea for uh, the names at the beginning. One of us <laughs> is gonna be stops of Cox of <laughs> <Stop a Cox laughs> Uh
0: no, so Viagra, also known as Sindinophil, uh, Tadalafil, which is uh Adcirca or Cialis. Uh, you have uh These all sound like towns in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to Vardinafil and find the gnome. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Nobody shall take a Vandefil. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, but uh, Fardenafil is uh, Levitra and Staxon. Then you have Avanafil, uh, which is Stendra.
1: And also where the... Uh, I got nothing. All right. I
0: haven't read the where books.
1: The orcs, uh, may, where the orcs tried to uh, make the humans make their last stand in the Third Age. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, that, I, I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. i yeah. just you know i wanted to give mark no, no i know
1: yeah I, knew. <laughs>
0: I, want, I want to make mark feel like he could carry a part of show. <laughs> the show I got back problem i got to the, the nerd part anyway i'm,
1: just <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that actually i'm really really okay with that
0: yeah uh so all four medications enhance the effects of nitric oxide Whoa. do you know what i got this week what a boner i got my sure. uh
1: no i got that too but um i got trivets you know what trivets are little metal things that or little stands you can put hot pots on like the counter oh yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah uh one is the millennium falcon and the other one is the dust star that is so cute yes you should put pictures on our facebook page <laughs> uh so i also want to i also want to get the uh locker set cookery that is a uh, the lid of it is han solo and carbonite oh way cool Yeah. So all four medications uh, enhance
0: the effects of nitric oxide. It's a natural chemical uh, your body produces that relaxes muscles in the penis. Um, Nitric oxide actually relaxes uh, smooth muscle all over your body, and that includes your veins and your arteries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this increases blood flow and allows you to get an erection in response to sexual stimulation. So. Taking one of these tablets will not automatically produce an erection. Sexual stimulation is needed first to cause the release of the nitric oxide from your penile nerves. These medications amplify the signal, allowing some men to function normally. Oral erectile dysfunction medications are not aphrodisiacs. They will not cause excitement and are not needed in men
1: who get normal erections. So you need to get excited before you can get excited. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway,
0: uh, so the medications, they're going to vary in dosage uh, and how long they work and the side effects. But possible side effects include flushing, nasal congestion, headache, visual changes, backache, and stomach upset. So, nitroglycerin and ED medications. So, impotence is common among men with heart problems, so common, in fact, that erectile dysfunction is increasingly being recognized as an early warning sign for heart disease. I thought uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. That's very cool. Um, heart patients are often treated with drugs called oral nitrates, such as nitroder. <laughs> der uh, And uh, and uh, isordel Ishardil isn't that where uh, Soromon was living? I bet it was. It sounds like it. Um, <laughs> it sounds like where some trolls
1: battled some gnomes. Um, uh, they battled Trance. They battled they were what? living trees. They battled Trance. They were living trees that. Oh, uh, that crazy! Because he cut down a bunch of trees, and so yeah, it's pretty big, epic battle. They broke a dam to flood the whole place. Wow, it seems a little aggressive. Well, he killed a bunch
0: of their family. No, that'll do it. Anyway, in addition to other medications. So impotence (laughs) is common among men with heart problems. Oh, that's a repeat. Uh, Heart patients are often treated with drugs called oral nitrates. That's also a repeat. Other medications. (laughs) There we go. So men on nitrates cannot take erectile dysfunction drugs like Viagra, Levitra, or Cialis because the combination can cause dangerous drops in blood pressure. So earlier uh, we had mentioned that uh, what viagra and most of these ed medications do is they increase the effect of nitric oxide the reason taking nitroglycerin causes a problem is because what nitroglycerin does is when it gets into the bloodstream it actually turns into nitric oxide Mm -hmm. So what you're going to have is you're going to have a a medication that's an ED medication that increases the potency of nitric oxide, and then you're going to throw nitroglycerin on top of it, which will then be turned into nitric oxide, and that just basically potentiates uh, nitroglycerin and can cause a sudden and often dangerous drop in blood pressure. Right, because you have the two drugs working in concert to... Relax all your veins and arteries. And when your blood pressure drops, you don't get blood flowing to, you know, the important organs like your kidneys or your brain, you know, um, and that can cause death. So, (laughs) generally bad.
1: Meh.
0: Hmm. I mean, you got two kidneys. You got two halves of a brain, really. Right. You got two
1: lungs. Yeah. You know. Backups. Anyway. (laughs) So, other medications. Yeah. Uh, Other medications for erectile dysfunction include... Alprostadil. But are not limited to... Self-injection. Okay. Ooh. What? Sorry, go ahead.
0: Self-injection.
1: Um, yeah. It <laughs> got your attention, didn't it? Yeah. Well, this means, with this method, you use a fine needle. Hey there. <laughs> hey, You're baby. a fine-looking needle. To inject... Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like a at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you get to the point of grading your needles. Um, so, you use that to inject uh, Alprostadil or Caverject, Impulse or Edex or the brand names. Into the base or side of your penis. What if you could do it like a uh, Pulp Fiction style, where you just like, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> it, <laughs> in some cases, medi- uh, medications generally used for other conditions are used for penile injections of their own on their own or in combination. Examples include 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 yeah. papaverine, papaverine. Me too. Alprostadil and fentolamine. Uh, often these combination medications are known as bimix if two medications are mixed together and the much more tricky named trimix which is if three medications are included ooh I don't know where they came with those names man I don't know uh, each injection each injection is dosed to create an erection lasting no longer than an hour <laughs> Baby, we got to get to work. Um, <laughs> we, it's time. You know, we're on the clock here, honey. So, uh, because the needle used is very fine, pain from the injection is usually minor. I don't think there's such a thing as minor penal pain. Yeah. Uh, side effects can include mild bleeding from the injection site, prolonged erection, which is a priapism, and rarely formation of fibrosis tissue at the injection site. Depends on how often you're using it. Yeah. A prostadil urethral suppository. A prostadil intraurethral is called Muse. That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's my Muse for getting hard. (laughs) It's not my Muse for painting or writing poetry. It's my Muse for getting stiffy. (laughs) Uh, Therapy involves placing a tiny alprostadil suppository inside your penis uh, in the penile urethra. Use a special applicator to insert the suppository into the urethra. Hmm. The erection usually starts within 10 minutes, and when effective, can last 30 to 60 minutes. That's a wide range right there. Yeah. I mean, you need to be able to think on the fly in case you get to, like, 25 minutes you're like, uh-oh.
0: Look, all I have I to say no, is...
1: I am nowhere near in the plan <laughs> that where I thought I would be at this point, and I'm running out of time. So... Honey, we're skipping the letter D, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or plan D, how about that? Uh, side effects can include pain, minor bleeding in the urethra, yee, and formation of fibroid tissues in your, inside your penis. Oof. Oof. Oh, boy. Testosterone <laughs> replacement. Uh, some men have t- erectile dysfunction that might be complicated by low levels of, of the hormone testosterone. In this case, testosterone replacement therapy might be recommended as a first step or given in combination with other therapies. Penis pumps, surgery, and implants. Here we go. This is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a battery-powered penis pump. No, baby, it's not you. I swear to God, I just need to change batteries. <laughs> say, is it like a rechargeable? Like, do you have to find a wall outlet?
0: <laughs> could you borrow someone's phone, like a battery? Right. Yeah.
1: Like, so those Sam, my, like those Samsung phones where here. they can share a charge with other phones? Right. <laughs> and could you get one like uh, with wireless charging? Can you just sit on your computer?
0: You imagine a girl walks
1: in, why are your balls on my phone? What are you doing? I, know, I just have to recharge. What is your problem? But yeah, well. It's weird. I look through the Duracell website and they don't sell wireless recharging for, for this. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Battery-powered penis pumps for erectile dysfunction. If medications aren't effective or appropriate in your case, your doctor might recommend different treatment. Uh, the penis pump. Uh, penis pump is a vacuum erection device. Wait, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? There we go. Nope, that's not it. There we go. No, it's a hollow tube. Ba-do, 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 ba-do. There we go. Sorry. Screen jumped on me there. Oh, good. A penis pump, a vacuum erection device, is a hollow tube with a hand-powered or battery-powered pump. The tube is placed over your penis, then you pump it to use it to suck out the air inside the tube. The vacuum that pulls the blood, or the, this creates a vacuum that pulls blood into your penis. Once you get an erection, you slip a tension ring around the base of your penis, and I believe we have discussed cock rings before. Mm-hmm. It's actually in, I, the, uh, it's in the theme song that plays. Exactly. We still don't know the regulation body that uh, monitor, regulates penis ring, cock ring. So uh, around the base of your penis to hold the blood in and keep it firm. You then remove the vacuum device. Or not. Depends on how freaky you are. (laughs) Well, I mean, um, there's always been the running jokes about penis pumps and guys using it to try and make their penis bigger.
0: Yeah. Which it doesn't work for that.
1: No, it doesn't. And actually, by doing that too much, you can cause erectile dysfunction. So, you come full circle when you have to come back to using it to get it up. Damn. But then you save money on the uh, backside because you don't have to buy it once you can't get an erection. Yeah, you already have it. Yeah. So, the erection should typically last long enough for the couple to have sex, depending on the couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remove the tension ring. I like that tension ring after intercourse. Uh, Bruising of the penis is a possible side effect, and ejaculation will be restricted by the band. Uh, Your penis might also feel cold to the touch. No, thank you. (laughs) So, we've come to a little glimpse into Chris's mind that he likes his penises warm. Right, yeah. (laughs) If a penis (laughs) pump is a good treatment choice for you, your doctor might recommend or prescribe a specific model. Getting a cold penis is like a cold french fry. It's just not
0: as good. (laughs)
1: Uh, So I just I really kind of Want to hear the Conversation while Your doctor's trying To recommend a a Specific model (laughs) Personally I like The EJ 3000 You know (laughs) It's got a warmer In there Uh, Exactly Uh, That way you can Be sure the results Suit your needs And that is Made by a Reputable manufacturer (laughs) (laughs) It's a little Known uh, Dyson or Hoover Subsect of their Business that You know Generally talk About I bet Samsung
0: makes um, one. Samsung huh? makes one. I bet Samsung makes one. They make everything. <laughs> exactly. They they you can get a Samsung microwave, Samsung lawnmower, Samsung mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. Yeah. T V refrigerator. Oh, Mitsubishi. They're on everything too. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um Kenmore. Yeah. They they um, Costco <laughs> probably has a Kirkland brand. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Uh, penile implants uh, This treatment is, involves Surgically placing devices into both sides Of the penis These implants consist of either inflatable or Malleable rods Inflatable devices allow you To control when and how long you have an erection uh, The malleable rods just keep your fir- Keep your penis firm but bendable <laughs> That would be irritating I would think So, like After fun. sex you have something to do You can make like little uh, figures <laughs> Yeah. No, look, he's, he's yelling. He's looking right at you.
0: It's an S. See? Hey. <laughs> Do the alphabet.
1: Yeah, you've had curved, but you've never had S before, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, penile implants are usually not recommended until further, until other methods have been tried first. Uh, implants have a high degree of satisfaction among men who have tried and failed more conservative therapies. Oh. As with any surgery, there's a risk of complication, such as infection. So, Exercise
0: i feel like there's a lot of jokes to be made coming up but uh, <laughs> recent studies have found that exercise especially moderate to vigorous aer- aerobic activity can improve erectile dysfunction however benefits might be less in some men including those with established heart disease or other significant medical conditions even less strenuous regular exercise might reduce the risk of, le- of erectile dysfunction increasing your level of activity might also further reduce your risk so discuss an exercise plan with your doctor. And you should be getting regular exercise anyway, not just to cure your ED. Um, so pathological counseling. or I'm sorry. So psychological, pathological counseling. It's like a guy gets too much counseling. You know, yeah. Just can't help himself. Uh, psychological counseling. So if your erectile dysfunction is caused by stress, anxiety, or depression, uh, or the condition creating stress and relationship tension, your doctor might suggest that you, or you and your partner, visit a psychologist or counselor. Uh, low libido. So, loss okay, of libido. Real quick, just
1: a second. Six. Just so you know, uh, that was end of erectile dysfunction. Oh. <clears throat> and so we'll be starting a new subject now. I dif- didn't make a great differentiation. <laughs> Perfect.
0: So anyway, but yeah, so that's psychological counseling. You Your partner might visit psychological
1: or right. counseling. Well, I mean, again talking to a counselor for many reasons is it should be part of your normal yearly checkup. Yeah. You know, and you, um, unfortunately there is a stigma there even with getting it paid for. Right. And, uh, if we could fix, I mean, it's no different than fixing your diabetes in my mind is, you know, making sure that you're working through issues. Cause we all, we all have issues, especially Chris. Right. Or, you know, I mean, all of us. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, <clears throat> talking to somebody who can help you and getting in with a therapist that, uh, you can, you know, make a connection with is always a positive thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Now we're going to move on to low libido. That's bow chicka wow wow. Mm-hmm. Or bow chicka? No, really, no. I'm okay. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I should have made that differentiation a little bit more obvious. Oh no, it's so, all good. Uh, loss of libido, or your sex drive, is a common problem that affects many men and women at some point in their life. It is often linked to relationship issues, stress, or tiredness, but it can be a sign of an underlying medical problem, such as reduced hormone levels. Everyone's sex drive is different, and there's no such thing as a normal libido. But if you find your lack of desire for sex distressing, or it's affecting your relationship, it's a good idea to get help. Yeah. Yeah, so common causes of low libido. Relationship problems. One of the first things to consider is whether you're happy in your relationship. Do you have any doubts or worries that you could be that could be behind your loss of sexual desire? Uh, a low libido can be the result of being in a long-term relationship and becoming over familiar with your partner. Uh, loss of sexual attraction. <laughs> excuse me, either with your partner, you're not as attracted to your partner as you were, or you also feel less attractive, thereby you become self-conscious. Yeah. Unresolved uh, conflict and frequent arguments, poor communication, uh, difficulty trusting each other, and physical sexual problems. So, you know, for me personally, and I don't know about Chris, we've never really talked about in the bedroom stuff too much. In the bathroom stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Poops, you know. Uh, My favorite is when Chris about made himself pass out on the toilet (laughs) at destination uh, in a bathroom at a care facility where everybody outside the door was going to church yeah I like that story, yeah it was and he did this because he was giving his dog pills all week long, <laughs> and he'd break off cheese to put the pill in the cheese, and then he'd eat the rest of the cheese, and he made himself constipated. I had a lot of cheese. <laughs> you
0: know what? No regrets, live your life. <laughs> You like baby bells, you eat baby bells.
1: (laughs) Although my favorite part of that conversation was you didn't feel right with them talking about church outside the door when the unholy things that were going on inside that bathroom. (laughs) Oh, God. It was unholy. Let's just say it's a good thing we didn't go to that facility on a regular basis. Right. But um, one of the things I feel personally, talking about low libido or sexual dysfunction, is we have to get rid of the concept of your, your male, your prowess as a male being linked to your sexual ability. Uh, There shouldn't be any connection between the two because one thing I do know is I can put in, in the bedroom with a woman or whoever we were with, uh, I can put in every ounce of effort I've got, but I am personally only 50% responsible for the other person's enjoyment. I think, I think it depends on the person. position. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that, you know, I mean, if, you're, if your partner's Both just not in the mood. be into Right. If your partner's just not in the mood for any number of reasons, then it's probably not going to be as satisfying for them as it is for you. Yeah. But also coupled with that, we have to start learning to be honest in the bedroom. Uh, for me personally, and this is probably TMI for a lot of people, Uh, Things that I talk about with my sexual partners is, you know, never lie to me. Never fake anything. Because if you fake enjoying something that I'm doing, then in my mind, hmm, keep that in mind. Try that again later because apparently they're enjoying it. It's like when you cook someone dinner and they're like, yeah, I love this. You're going to want to cook it again. Right. Of course,
0: that being said, I've never been honest with anybody about how their food tastes. It's always great. I will fake. Lie. I will. I will take seconds of whatever terrible thing they pulled out of the oven just to not hurt their feelings.
1: Okay, we're really learning all about Chris. Yeah. He only likes warm penises and really anything if you cook it for him. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, by the way, still so coming over for dinner tomorrow night because I have ideas. <laughs> if your idea is cold French fries. <laughs> I'll offer you an option: cold French fries or my warm penis. Your choice. So, <laughs> um, you know the hardest part about this episode is going be, to
0: be debating what I cut and what I don't cut. <laughs> That's just going to be difficult.
1: So, a GP may refer you to, refer you to you and your partner to relationship counseling, which we talked about for erectile dysfunction. But I mean, it's if you're having persistent problems. Another thing to consider is whether the problem is a physical issue that makes sex difficult or unfulfilling. So for, for example, a, go ahead. so for example, a low sex drive can okay. be the result
0: of ejaculation problems too soon, too late. again, is that really a problem? Uh, erectile dysfunction, vaginal dryness, painful sex, an inability to orgasm, involuntary involuntary tightening of the vagina, also known as vaginismus. You may also I'm want to we get into here in a little bit. <clears throat> what? Which we'll get into in the next episode. Gotcha. So pregnancy, giving birth, and breastfeeding is another one. Uh, so loss of interest in sex is common during pregnancy, after giving birth, and while breastfeeding. And that can be because there are changes in the hormone levels. Cha- there are changes in your body and issues with your body image. So you might not be into it. Uh, exhaustion because Pregnancy looks very exhausting. Uh, painful sex caused by an injury, such as a cut or a tear during childbirth. Uh, change priorities, such as focusing on and looking after your baby. And that's going to sap your
1: energy for the day, let me tell you. Um, and then also, we do a, we, I think we did a very good episode on postpartum depression. Yes, we did. I did see that one, but I didn't see the erectile dysfunction. Huh. Hmm.
0: So, uh, these issues may improve over time. So, speak to a GP if your sex drive does not return and if it's a problem for you. So, uh, stress, anxiety, and exhaustion. So, stress, anxiety, and exhaustion can be an all-consuming. Uh, it can be all-consuming, and it has a major impact on your happiness, and that can include your sex drive. If you feel you're constantly tired, stressed, or anxious, you may need to take some lifestyle change, make some lifestyle changes, or speak to a GP for advice. GP, by the way, is general practitioner. Um, That's your,
1: your regular doc. Yeah.
0: Depression. Uh, Depression is very different from simply feeling unhappy, miserable, or fed up for a short period of time. It's normal to have those emotions from time to time. Uh, It's a serious illness that interferes with all aspects of your life, including your sex life. So in addition to low libido, signs of depression can include feelings of extreme sadness. that just won't go away. Feeling low or hopeless. Losing interest or pleasure in doing the things you used to enjoy, like sex. Uh, It's important to see a GP if you think you might be depressed. They can advise you about the main treatments for depression, such as talking therapies or antidepressants. A low sex drive can also be a side effect of antidepressants. So speak to a GP if you think this may be causing your problems. Uh, getting older and the menopause. So <clears throat> like how you put the menopause in there. <laughs> like it's a movie we're about to watch. It's like the Dells. Yeah, there you go. The Dalles is a small town, by the way, that's kinda of near where we work. And and the name of the place is the Dalles. Not Dalles. It's the Dalles. That's part of the actual. It's name.
1: a number of one of two cities. The other one is like got the population at 215. Woo. In Virginia. Wow. And they have the word the in their name and it's actually from the French of La Dalles. I was, <laughs> literally looked this up last night on my way back to uh, the east side after because hmm. I brought up the point of the Dalles. Um it stands for like the sluice oh. or uh, because before the dam, the, uh, the uh, dam was put in that area of the river was much rockier and had rapids. So it was more like a natural sluice way. No. Oh. Nice. Yeah. So
0: yeah. a reduced sex drive. <laughs> sexual
1: dysfunction. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Back to sexual
0: dysfunction. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is a, actually a really good point here. So a reduced sex drive, by the way, is not an inevitable part of aging. It's just something that many men and women experience as they get older. So there can be many reasons for this, including lower levels of sex hormones, such as estrogen, testosterone, just before, during, and after the menopause in women. Uh, Lower levels of sex hormone, testosterone in men. Age-related health problems, including mobility problems. uh, Side effects of a medication. You're trying to integrate a walker during sex. It's just got to be a bitch. Yeah. Or. I mean, a cane I could see, you know. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I've got some ideas for walker sex now. All right, (laughs) moving on.
1: (laughs) Can I bring up something that makes you uncomfortable? Uh, I mean, after what I just said, probably not. (laughs) Well, I mean, you got your dad a walker. You think they've explored the possibilities?
0: Side effects of medicine, (laughs) pregnancy, giving birth, and breastfeeding.
1: Real quick, I got to say this. Uh, Chris's dad was a firefighter. Yeah. And so when Chris's dad retired, Chris got made him a walker that looked like a fire engine, including working lights and a siren. Uh, no siren. Oh, I thought it had a siren on there nope, too. Nope. There's a bell. Uh-huh. But the only problem with this is it was like 60 pounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was not a mobility device. It was an immobility device. Cause there's no way his dad would ever be able to use it. Motherfucker was stout. That yeah. thing was awesome though. <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: Oh, uh, it was painted up. I had so. a grill, uh, I had a guy in, in the shop. He put real like ambulance emergency lights on it, and the mm-hmm. best part was, is he had one of his retirement parties at a bar in Portland, and we brought it there. And uh, it's a darkened bar, and I didn't consider this. The bar is dark; they, they're all dimly lit. This right. is really dimly lit, and all of a sudden, you turn on lights that are designed to pull over traffic in a dimly lit <laughs> bar. No one can see shit for a while. The best a A car, here's the thing, the bar is the whole front is windows. A car actually pulled over that was driving by a bar. (laughs) It was great. And of course, uh, it looked like a fire engine. And of course, even though it looked like a fire engine, I still made sure to put tennis balls on the back feet. (laughs) I figured that was necessary. So, anyway. Uh, but also, side effects of medicine can cause a decrease in your libido. I feel like we've already done pregnancy giving birth and breastfeeding.
1: Yeah, I think we did. I was doing this while working on standby, so I kind of got get taken away from it. So Yeah, no worries. <clears throat> so, underlying health problems. Get it. Any long-term medical condition can affect your sex drive. This may result in physical or emotional strain that ca- the condition causes and... Uh, or it may be a side effect of a treatment, uh, heart disease, diabetes again, an underactive thyroid, where your thyroid's not giving you enough uh, hormone, cancer, uh, major surgery. For example, surgery to remove ovaries in the womb in a woman, a you know hysterectomy. So definitely, again, talk to your GP specialist about if you think your low libido may be the result of underlying medical treatment. Uh, medicine and contraception. Certain medicines can sometimes reduce lib- libido, including high blood pressure medication, antidepressants. So you take an antidepressant to treat an antidepressant to treat your depression, which is causing your low <laughs> libido. But then you continue to have problems because of the antidepressant. You know. When does the cycle um, end? <laughs> uh, medication for seizures, such as topiramate. Medicines called antipsychotics, such as hal- haloperidol. Had a guy the other night who was given Haldol as part of a treatment at a facility, and it looks like he was having an episode of Tardive's dyskinesia. Oh, yeah, me too. I don't know what that is. Oh, um, it's a dystonic-like reaction to Haldol. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, it wasn't classic, so I didn't give him anything for it, and we were literally across the street from the highway, so or from the hospital. So, right. I thought, hmm, there's people over that have a lot more education than I do that can give you a really better <laughs> answer. So, and you're not dying, so let's go. Yeah. Uh, medication for an enlarged pre- uh, prostate, such as finasteride. Uh, medicine for prostate cancer, such as cy- uh, cyproterone. Cyproteron. Uh, hormonal contraception, such as the combination or the combined hormonal con- uh, contraception pill, patch, or ring. The progesterone-only pill, the contraceptive implant, and contraceptives injections. Check the leaflet that comes with your medicine to see if low libido is listed as a possible side effect. And again, go see your doctor if you think you're having problems. So, uh, that's all I've got for this week, Chris. How about you? I'm set. Okay. Next week, we're going to finish out low libido, and then we'll get into some female sexual dysfunction things. Um, I'm happy with this episode. I didn't realize we had that previous one, but I think we went into a little more in depth than we, because I was kind of glancing at the uh, prep for the last one, and we uh, talked about different things, and we talked a little more in depth about a lot uh, some stuff.
0: Yeah, and here's um, the thing. If you
1: guys find inconsistencies things. in our information
0: between the two episodes, um, <clears throat> go research whichever one was right, and then that's the one that we meant to do. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, I um, uh, hope you're feeling better, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Back's killing so, me, but I'm all right. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to get a hold of us, definitely get a hold of us. We love hearing from you. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, we're at medside stuff m-e-d-s-i-d-e-s-t-u-f-f we're on medical we're on instagram at medical stuff 52 and facebook at medical stuff
0: if you'd like to send us an email please do we're at medside stuff at yahoo.com
1: and thank you all for listening please if you feel comfortable do it please go give us a five-star review on all the platforms you can find because that does help out the show numbers are going gangbusters again and we're excited about that Our personal happiness is not tied to our penis. It's tied to the numbers that you all provide for us. Exactly. We are that
0: codependent on you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And uh, thanks for listening. And we will finish this episode out next week. Until then, Toast. toast.